You should watch the documentary. It's it's worth it. It's free on YouTube. Give me give me give me the pitch. Give me the Harmontown elevator pitch. Why I should check it out. I mean, you like Community, you like uh, Rick and Morty, so you're a fan yeah. of his work. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever listened to the podcast, but it's a good, like, it's a fascinating podcast, and they have a bunch of like highlight clips from when they're on the trip to like show how well it's going. But yeah, in general, you just get a peek behind the curtain of what it's like to be a a decently successful showrunner in Hollywood uh, that has a massive eruption of fame out of nowhere for all the wrong reasons because you <laughs> leaked a voicemail that Chevy Chase sent to you, which made you famous, <laughs> legitimately famous, uh, which is not normal for showrunners in Hollywood. Uh, and then Wait, that's... Uh, you got fired. <laughs> that's how Dan Harmon became a name? I thought he was just kind of doing good work in the industry for years it seemed like but uh-huh yeah. I, I, I but he, i mean that. there's there's so many showrunners out there that have many many shows and are remarkably successful and you'll just never hear of them because they're showrunners they're not actors you don't see them right. the, the only the only time the only way you would know them is if you were a fan of their shows and saw them on the title card every single time and a lot of showrunners aren't the creators. Like they'll, the creator will hire a showrunner and stuff like that. So, yeah. but yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you you hadn't heard of the whole Chevy Chase thing with Dan Harmon? That's like, arguably, what he's best known for. I, no, <laughs> ah, that was a precursor to Harmon Town. Before the podcast became a thing, they weren't recording it. Mm-hmm. It was just like a live show that they did at Nerd Melt Theater uh, in Hollywood, and. Because they weren't recording it, Dan was like, well, fuck it. I'm just playing it for these people that are at my show. And someone recorded it and put it online. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing it, it was just thing. classic Chevy Chase being a fucking weird asshole shit, right? Um, it was Chevy Chase responding to what Dan Harmon had did at the uh, season three rap party where he led the crowd... <laughs> Of people that worked on the show, so all of his coworkers in a chant of uh, "fuck you, Chevy," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chevy Chase didn't like it and took exception to it, and yeah, left a very, very uh, angry, uh, very personal, like attacking <laughs> specifically you and everything you're about voicemail. And uh, Dan Harmon, in a drunken state at a live performance, played it for the audience, and then they recorded it and put it on the internet, and it blew up. Oh, Chevy Chase can't take a joke. Who would have thought? Yeah. And in the voicemail, he says something like, and in front of my wife and children. And, and Dan Harmon's like, his children are 50. Like, <laughs> his children are fucking kids. Like, whatever. So, yeah, I mean, that... That's kind of what put him on the map. And then, yeah, he got fired by NBC for what we now know was probably related to, yeah, like some sexual harassment stuff and everything. Mm. And then also being an absolute megalomaniac in terms of like perfectionism and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, And then he got very depressed and was like, all right, I'm just going to tour the country to all of my fans of my podcast. And uh, yeah, that's what the documentary is about. And it's worth a watch. It's like an hour and 20 minutes or something. So... All right, that is a fantastic elevator pitch on episode 240 of the Quarantine Cast, recorded on March 11th, 2021. This is what we're doing if we ever get depressed and want to tour the country. Podcast, I don't know. That works somehow. Going on the road. Yeah. Get out of the way, Marin. (laughs) 
hopping, hopping in the craft singles mobile and just seeing this beautiful country of ours up close and personal. Like, <laughs> can you imagine if we blew up and then we're like, we're gonna tour the country and we used the craft single mobile, you know, a a bit from a piece of the podcast that no one would have listened to because it was before we had gotten famous. Mm-hmm. Would would that land? <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't think we, i there's oh, so like first of all the craft singles mobile and other bits like it would would make it like yeah. into if we were to blow up in the future those bits would make it because of you andrew like, yeah. specifically because of you isolating these into easily digestible highlights people that stumbled on us in episode 500 would be able to go back and listen to the highlight clips and yeah that would be one of them so it'd be known uh but yeah, I don't know. It'd be fun. Also, it wouldn't matter if it landed or not. By that point, just the sheer amount of core strength that we would all have rowing a car across the country. Yeah, we are that still alone, rowing. That alone is an attention getter. Yeah. This podcast is rowing a land boat across the across the country. Yeah, honestly, if Find we did out that, why. that would be why we got famous. We could do that before we got famous and maybe get some clout. Three fucking idiots decided to row across the country. Can you tell us why you're going from uh, Savannah, Georgia to Akron, Ohio? Is that no, wow. To... I don't, I don't know why I chose Akron. I could just yeah. chose somewhere else on the other end of the country. Uh, Portland, Oregon. I was like, well, we were all scattered across the country, so we had to uh, pick some neutral area. <laughs> so we all flew to Georgia. Yeah. Instead of just meeting in one of the places we were already at, we all flew to Georgia, built this boat car, and then rode it across the country to a place that none of us are from. <laughs> We could have just gone to Los Angeles and ended up where Ryan lives. <laughs> Where's um what do you think the record is for the largest craft singles? Like could we would that be a thing that we could do? Like just putting together sheets of craft singles, basically laminating them in a sheet of plastic and then forming the world's largest craft single? I'm down. At the very least it would be the world's largest sale made out of cheese. <laughs> cheese or, product. Or, yeah, I was gonna say something, <laughs> something akin to cheese, cheese adjacent. Cheese product. Well, I think that's usually what they go for when it's not legally cheese. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever done that, but yeah, that alone, and then we can just mount it on a mast in the middle of the weird boat thing, and uh, I imagine we could get like poles that have like rubber stoppers on the bottom so we can actually like yeah i imagine that they're like traction pizza flippers like the what, what i don't know exactly what they're called but it's on a long pole and it's got like a flat oh, yeah. it looks like an oar but you I, use it when you're cooking pizza. i think that's just i think that's just a paddle yeah a pizza paddle yeah and you use those to row <laughs> I, I imagine because it's uh, it's metal, you can really wedge it into the concrete. Oh, okay. Because you're you aren't rowing; you are shoving something into the ground and then using the leverage to push yourself forward. 
Yeah, I see. I imagine it as like rubber. It like mm-hmm. can grip mm-hmm. the ground and then push off of that versus, yeah, like destroying the road as we <laughs> go <laughs> they're, along. They're giant ice picks that we oh fling God. forward to yeah. crack into pull. the concrete. Yeah. And then rip it out of the ground and do it all over again. Just thousands of times a day. I. Yeah. I mean, it's either that for publicity or climbing. A, a, a fucking sheer ice mountain with like a shark fin or something. I forget exactly what that was, Ryan, but d- doing doing that after one of us has a yeah. stroke. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, okay, so how big is a sail before it's considered a sail and not just like a little sheet? <laughs> um, a sail can be any size as long as it's that's not true. on a boat. There has to be, there has to be some sort of delineation between like you're just putting up a little, whatever the fuck versus a this is a sale, right? <laughs> because we can work out the math on how much this will cost. <laughs> Although well, then we would have to laminate it as well, and I don't know how well laminating cheese would go. Um, <laughs> a uh, lot of info on how big sailboats are. But I think the size of a sail is determined off of a formula of the size of the boat so that, yeah, it can generate generate enough force to effectively move it. Interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. I found a mathematical equation on how big your sail needs to be. Oh, well, well we can figure out how big the boat <laughs> is, the land boat, and then do the math for mm-hmm. how big... The sail would need to be. So this is the math for making a triangular sail for a sailboat. So we can okay. kind of just say that's, you know, whatever. Yeah, we can do whatever. a mm-hmm. triangular sail. Why not? Yeah. Okay, so the area of the sail is a luff times foot divided by 1.8. What's luff? Right. Uh, P is the dist. Okay, luff is P. <laughs> P is the distance along the aft face of the mast from the top of the boom to the highest point of the mainsail, or the highest point that the mainsail can be hoisted. And foot is the distance along the bottom of the aft face of the mast to the outermost point from the boom to which the main can be pulled. This is a different language. Yeah. Um, I, here, I'm going to send you the link to I this. mean, I kind of know what they're getting at, but like that's assuming that you already have a mast. And I think we would be custom making our mast mm-hmm. for the sail. Rather than the other way around. Yeah, I'm sure there's another equation to determine the size of your mast. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Andrew, I am on this website, and I don't know why... Yeah, we can call it out. Sailboat-cruising.com. I don't know why they write this as area equals luft times foot divided by 1.8, or area equals P times E divided by 1.8. Yeah, why is luft P and why is foot E? And foot is not like feet. Foot is a term. Why not? Why not just say what a luft is immediately? What? It's odd. Yeah. So we would just be getting a shitty little rowboat, right, and putting like wheels on it. Absolutely. The, yes. Mm-hmm. The idea, basically, or maybe even just like yeah, a boat in a boat trailer, mm-hmm. and then just put a sail on that. Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be the way that this would roll. So, I don't know. Well, yeah, what's a fucking shitty little rowboat? How, how big are we talking here? How, 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 why, how, why? We need to live in this. So, like, 
10 feet long? 15 feet long? Uh, <laughs> rowboat, a length, 16, 16 feet. 16 feet long. Okay. Mm-hmm. 16 feet long. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight in there, but you know. A little bit. Uh, uh, so P is just, I don't know. It looks like what? What would you say? Maybe like one and a half times the length. So let's say 22 feet, and then E is about half. So eight. 22 times eight is... 22 times 8 176. is 176 uh, divided by what, 1.8? 1.8 equals 97.7. I assume that's square feet because it's in area. Yeah, right? Yeah. Mm. It doesn't, yeah, it's area, yeah. So that's square feet. So, like, we'll just say 100 square feet. Yeah. Make, yeah. make our calculations easier. Yeah. Uh, 100 square feet. How how big is a craft single? <laughs> how big is a craft single? Um, no, not ounces. I want I want size. Okay, so area of a craft single. Uh, One point eight eight times three point eight eight times three point five inches. Length width height. That's volume. Oh. So how big? Uh, just hmm. length and width, right? Yeah. yeah wait, right. height. How would it have height? Its height should be like <laughs> nothing. A sliver. Yeah. And these also these things are they should be oh, a square. This might be the packaging. That must be the package. Yeah. yeah. The package that it comes in as a whole. But length and width. Okay. Yeah, we can go off of that. Uh, One point eight. Yeah, but it depends. Times... Oh. Wait. So what are the three? Because one of them's not right. Right. Okay. So it's not height. It is not a single craft single is not three point five inches thick. Uh, we mm-hmm. can ignore that. So going off of the size of the sold package, we can say that a craft single is roughly one point eight eight inches by three point three eight no. inches. It's three point three eight times three point five, right? Yeah. The one, one because it's not a would be rectangular. The, the depth. Of oh, the I see. Okay. Many yep. slices of cheese. That's my. Why would they assign length? That all right? Whatever. I don't know. Weird. Okay, so what was it? It was three point three eight. Yeah, three point three eight inches times three point five. Okay, so that's almost a square foot, <laughs> right? Am I right? Is that how that works? Um, or am I doing something horribly wrong? Hold on one second. Three point three eight times three point five is eleven point eight three. Doesn't that make it almost exactly one square foot? I. Or is, then am I doing something wrong? No, because a square foot yeah. is small. A foot ish, yeah, by a foot, right? <laughs> I'm I'm doing I'm doing the math. I'm doing the math. Um, um, fuck me. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, a square foot is twelve by twelve. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's. I don't know what should we just say a quarter? No, that's going to be way too much of an approximation. So it's. It's it's zero point two eight. It's twenty eight percent of a foot by twenty nine percent of a foot, basically. So just say point two eight of yeah. a foot or whatever. Yeah. Or point two eight five. <laughs> okay, so point two eight five, and we need a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. So what you divide by a hundred, right? No, that's wrong. Hold on. No, one hundred divided by point two eight five. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so you need 
That's actually not that bad. <laughs> you only need 351 craft singles. Okay. <laughs> Approximately. We could do that. So, like... Yeah. No, like, I immediately... I thought that this was going to be so much more expensive. At Walmart, they have a 72-count box for 11 bucks. So now let's divide that by 72. We only need five of them. <laughs> it's like 60 bucks for uh, in craft singles. And then we would have to, yeah, like laminate it. Yeah. So that they don't like fucking decompose. <laughs> I mean, we could we could repurpose everything. We remove each individual craft single from its plastic wrapping and we lay it down. And we lay them mm-hmm. out on top of one layer of the mm-hmm. plastic wrap. So that they don't, like, just stick to the ground. But they are, in this process, melting together. (laughs) And then we lay on top of that the second layer of what used to be the wrappers of those individual pieces of cheese. We Mm. melt all of that together with some heat, probably a little bit of flame. We get, get like, a knot of flamethrower going on and melt all those together. And then we got a sale. (laughs) I like... We, We got a cheese product sale wrapped in plastic. I like how much. That's a hy- functional sale. I like how much hypothetical effort we're putting into this, and also real effort to calculate the math when we had already determined this sale is cosmetic. We are using ores to move this yeah. thing. <laughs> this this robot is on tires. It doesn't. Well, we know it wouldn't be that effective because it's not on a fucking. It's not on water. <laughs> like we're. Yeah. Sales don't work on land. If, if like, we get those wheels really greased and we, I don't know, like find the windiest day in the windiest yeah. place, we could maybe get some assistance. Exactly. Uh, the the resistance between us and the road using the paddles wouldn't be as bad. Yeah. But it is still, if, it's going to be like 99% us If we go to like the highways on Nebraska where the winds are literally blowing like 40 miles an hour... And somehow, yeah, we, like, grease the wheels perfectly and secure the sail. Because let's be honest, like, the thing that's going to happen is it's just going to fucking explode. Like, if it actually gets put under stress. So somehow secure the sail. Then, yeah, I imagine it could kind of get us rolling a little. Oh, yeah. But in reality... The only other alternative to make sure that it stays in, like, one piece is to, after we create the cheese sail wrap everything in multiple layers of duct tape to the point where mm. you can't even see that cheese. it is cheese. No, no, no. We know that the cheese is in there. <laughs> Somewhere. We, we know that on the inside it's, well, it's not cheese. We know on the inside <laughs> it's cheese product. And that's good enough for me. They're going to see, <laughs> can... the people are going to see a duct tape sale and we're going to have to explain that deep inside of that duct tape <laughs> somewhere there is fake cheese. There's clear duct tape, right? Yeah. Oh, masking tape, yeah. Oh, they they make clear duct tape too, like transparent at, duct at a tape, certain not point, shitty ass masking yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like multiple layers of tape that it's going to require, it's going to be mostly white with like a slight orange hue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like. That's all I want, man. I like how we are now coming up with even more ways to make this thing. We are moving mostly with our own strength, even heavier. Do you know what the number one brand of clear duct tape is? What? Flex tape! (laughs) Hi, I'm Phil Swift! I rode this boat in half! (laughs) Oh my god, what if the boat is also flex tape? It'd be so light! (laughs) Like, honestly, that might not be our worst idea. Flex tape! 
if you want to sponsor this, we're down. <laughs> we'll do if it. If we can meet Phil Swift. <laughs> I hope we can get him to fucking back this. And he can fucking make us a boat out of flex tape and coat our shitty craft singles who also would have to be involved. <laughs> Otherwise, we're going to go with some random <laughs> cheese spread company. Uh... <laughs> Coat that in flex tape as well. And then let us go on an adventure rowing across the country. I'm down. There's going to be reporters very slowly walking next to us like, are you doing this for world peace? Are you doing this for the children? Are are you doing this because of the war? Memes and podcast clout. (laughs) Yeah. Literally just, we have lapel mics and <laughs> are just podcasting the whole time. Except we're exhausted and covered yeah. in sweat and we can't even speak. Hey, hey, Phil Swift, thanks, thanks for coming on. Um, what's it like being the uh, the sexiest man in the adhesives game? Like, what's, what's that life like? Oh, fuck, I'm craving. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd really appreciate it if you weren't in the boat as dead weight. Yeah, no, he, he like, walks in, be like, hey, it. guys, it's me, Phil Swift. And he hops in, like, oh, for fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. We I... were barely moving before, Phil. There's... Phil, you gotta grab a, you gotta grab a pole oar if you're gonna be, <laughs> gonna be in this damn thing. We just can't afford any dead. We we threw over our bed rolls like yeah. a few miles back. I'm sorry, man. We just can't have dead weight here. We are traveling light, Phil. <laughs> and you are anything but. Oh, wow. <laughs> tensions are running high at this point. Yeah, I was gonna at say. This I point, feel like we were we're way behind schedule. We've only made it to like West Virginia at this point, <laughs> or I don't know I what's like we along. Were... What's, what's along this path? What's what's our route from? Why are we going through West Virginia? <laughs> I don't I know. Veto West Virginia. <laughs> also, what happens when we hit a hill? Like, are we? Do we have brakes? <laughs> are we dead? Do we I, die? I, okay, I I feel like. Oh, you mean like going down the hill? Downhill. Yeah. yeah uphill would just be hell. <laughs> downhill. Do we just die? Is the question. <laughs> it's um, just a soapbox car. <laughs> yeah. I, like we envisioned. Our home area of, like, Wisconsin, where it's just completely flat. Mm-hmm. Like, n- what if we get to a place with, like, variation in elevation? Like, we're, just, we're just dead. We don't have control. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to find the flattest route. We're, we're going to have to go from Georgia. I mean, well, it's kind of a straight shot up to a point. We go from Georgia through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, <laughs> Texas, New Mexico, like, southern New Mexico, southern Arizona, avoiding the mountains. Then we're going to get to California, and we're going to have to go all the way up California, somehow not go through the mountains into Oregon. There's mountains. Yeah, the mountains. Yeah, no, the Cascade Mountains like, go all the way up into Canada. <laughs> There's no way. We can't make it happen unless that boat gets Ooh, in the fucking water. I was going to say, we <laughs> go straight into the Pacific. At that point, it's all gravy. <laughs> I... The Pacific Tide will take us where we need to go. So, All right, boys, now it's time to just sit back and relax, let our arms have a little bit of a break. Oh, fuck. Phil, yeah. you said this was seaworthy. We're sinking. Oh, God. It's all dead weight. Yeah. The cheese, it's going to suffocate us. 
<laughs> oh god, the cheese is bringing in the sharks. Oh god. <laughs> Phil, is there any holes in your flex tape seal on the cheese? Even the slightest hole will set off their pheromones and they'll be able to smell us from miles away. Well, guys, I can't tell you that I inspected every square inch of the sail. You're just going to have to trust the engineers at Flex Tape. I can't let you guys tell the media about what happened here. <laughs> so I'm going to have to Flex Tape your mouth shut so they can't hear your screaming. Yeah. You are a Judas, Phil Swift. Phil Swift, no. Wait, there's three of us and one of you. Let's We're going to fight back. Oh, God, he's so strong. He's so strong. We're exhausted. Phil, from, no. We're exhausted from rowing across the country for some reason. Phil. Oh, no, you've taped our hands and feet together and attached us to a heavy box of flex seal. <laughs> We're getting the mafia treatment. <laughs> Swimming with the fishes. Where do you think I got my money to start my flex seal company? I'm Phil Swift, and I was an enforcer. Yeah, I was a mafia enforcer. That's why I'm so personable. <laughs> there's no... There, there's there's no break from this. We just have to do a clap sync and go into the wacky post roll. Wait, Phil Swift isn't a spokesman? <laughs> what? Phil Swift is the CEO of FlexTech. Oh, yeah. 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 What? Yeah. I didn't think that. I thought he was a Billy Mays, like, spokesman, like, figurehead guy. No, he is just a Phil dude. Swift is legit. Yeah. He made this shit. That's where the passion comes Whoa. from. What? <laughs> I did not know this at all. What the fuck? I'm Phil, Phil Swift, Swift a... and I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty. <laughs> what? What the actual fuck? Okay, no, well, but then on the Phil Swift wiki, they say he's the spokesman, which seems right. He seems like a professional he's spokesman. Both. He's both. He's everything. He also handles inventory. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you do, you mean the Phil's? Oh, wow. There's Phil. a Phil Swift wiki. Dash Swift dash archives on fandom.com. My my employer. It's, oh my god. Oh it's 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 probably libel. <laughs> History. Phil was born in the heart of a dying star in the Andromeda Galaxy during the creation of the Milky Way. The dense elements he was born in gave him his titanium hard muscles. After falling to Earth on August 6, 1944, I think you can guess where this is going, mm. his body completely oh. leveled Hiroshima, Japan, just moments mm. before the nuclear bomb was dropped. He fought in Vietnam, earning the nickname Indestructible Phil for his 100,000-plus confirmed kills with little more than his bare hands. He's best known for his catchphrase, that's a lot of damage, after accidentally burning down a Vietnam village in a fit oh. of... Yeah, no, it's, it's going to get pretty lively. Okay. Is now I'm beca- glad I could discover this for you, Lucas. I did not expect this uh, podcast to turn into a work email, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Swift, walking war crime and God. Yeah. Phil Swift of infomercial fame buys Florida home for $20 million. <laughs> How the fuck is Phil Swift worth that much goddamn money? I mean... I've never bought flex tape, but I feel like everybody knows somebody who has bought flex tape. 
Phil Swift is richer than most artists. Yeah. Like, if, mm-hmm. I would say probably like 95% of musical artists, Phil Swift is richer than them. Phil Ryan. Swift is a businessman. He, he <laughs> like, he's a CEO. Like, CEOs of companies that are mildly successful make a lot of money. Ryan, those, come on. Th- those pitches, those presentations, those ads, those are art. Also, there's no apparently no overhead costs because he's the only guy in the company. <laughs> Every day he wakes up, slits his wrists, and a bunch of flex tape comes out. Jesus. It does say inventor, too, on his yeah. fucking I, I think he Twitter. may have invented flex tape. Or he's flex claiming seal. he invented all that shit. Good for you, Phil Swift. All right. We really have to do a clap sync. Fantastic. He's he's a memer. Yeah, oh yeah. Look at his Twitter. Like might this dude is leaning into it. It's like viral marketing, but it's weird and it's not really working. They're only getting like <laughs> minimal <laughs> Ten years ago I walked through a screen door in the bottom of a boat. The world embraced Flex Seal as it took off like a rocket ship. This day, March 3rd, was not only my birthday, but the day that changed my life forever. I'm so grateful. Thank you. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I did not know any of this, man. I thought he was just Billy Mays. <laughs> like, just a spokesman. Because he, he's good. Yeah. He, like, for that bullshit infomercial style, he's fucking good at it. I... He's got energy and he's fun. Like... Mm. He's pretty much, yeah, just knock off Billy Mays. And, like, Billy Mays is a fucking legend, so. <laughs> I kind of. Damn. I kind of love the tacit admission that Phil Swift was either fucking hammered or stoned out of his mind when he came up with the idea for Flex Tape. Well, it sounds like Flex Seal was his first oh, okay. yeah. invention, and the tape was That's a when he's... spinoff product. Yeah, now oh, he's okay. got a bunch of sealing products. Mm. But, yeah, he did yeah, that whole thing where he's just like, this is a. This is a door, but it's also a boat. Look at me. I sprayed it. Now it's one solid object and seaworthy. I sawed this boat in half. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> Just fucking stabbing a bucket. <laughs> That's a lot of damage. It's fucking great. It's objectively good. This new shit doesn't seem nearly as good, but. No. God, yeah, he really damn. is getting, like, no engagement. Yeah, no, no one For, cares. Uh, he's also not verified. Wow. <laughs> Sheep. Sh- well, wait, didn't Twitter stop doing that? What? Verifying people? I thought that was a thing. Like, they were mm-hmm. un- not giving out blue check marks as much, or. I-, I remember something to that effect. I could be mistaken. I remember as of like a couple of years ago, they were like giving them out like candy. Like, anyone who could basically verify who they were and have like someone from like a marketing company could get verified regardless of like following and notoriety and stuff. Mm. So I don't know if they've reversed that, but yeah. Fair. He says, okay, so just I'll read his bio and then we should probably cut it. Inventor, CEO, and spokesman for the Flex Seal family of products. I like to break stuff and flix it or fix it with at get Flex Seal. 
Oh yeah, devoted husband and father. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's neglecting his family. We know where the priorities so that, are. So that he can seal up fucking boats that he sawed in half. <laughs> and thank you all for neglecting your families to listen to episode 240 of the Quarantine Cast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Email us uh, your questions and business opportunities at voluntaryviewing at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and YouTube where we have awesome highlight clips made by Andrew. Follow us on Twitter, now that we got that back, at V2 underscore podcast. Help us get verified so we'll have one accomplishment in our lives that uh, makes us better than Phil Swift. Just one. It's the one thing we can beat him at, and I believe we can get there. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at LucasDrider, for all of my writing. Support us on Patreon if you're feeling like it. And, of course, check out the act link in the description down below if you would like to help a collection of great progressive causes. Thank you so much for coming with us on this journey of an episode, and good luck out there.